0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Marketer's Journey from Gianina. Today we are, um, we are recording our launch episode which is going to discuss my marketing story and I hope that you guys can get some value from it. I hope you guys enjoy it because I'm really excited about sharing this story with you guys and hope everyone's doing well and safe. And here we go. Who were you and what were your circumstances? I was just a regular person um, working nine to five, like most people, like we learn in school. And I worked hard. I gave my companies uh, 110% of my effort. I always liked to be a high achiever in the companies. I always got all the awards. You know, I always had my metrics. I always was number one in the country with my metrics, but I just loved working hard and proving that. Um, I could do the job that they would put me, any task they would put me to do, I would do. What were your hopes, your your dreams, your desires at the time? Well, I mean, I always wanted to travel a lot. Because when I was a kid, I should travel a lot. And that was something that was just part of me. Um, you know, I remember traveling with my parents, uh, And we always brought our dog. It was just so funny. You could hear the dog barking in the uh, bottom of the plane. It was just crazy. He barked at everything. So uh, traveling has always been a major part of my life, and I just wanted to do that and have uh, that be a part of what my family and I did and just being free to do that. What were you struggling with at the time? And what did it mean to you and your family and your business and such? Well, um, at the time, uh, it was just, even though we weren't like the brokest person alive or on earth, um, living paycheck to paycheck was just not fun. You kind of had to go on this crazy journey. And I, I don't know how many of you guys feel that way or have felt that way, just the fact that... um. You want to do something, but you know that you're not gonna have the money you need because you know this money that you're making every week or every two weeks is already allotted to some bill. How did that make you feel? Pretty terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty terrible. Uh, it's uh, just. A heart-crushing feeling. Um, For example, you know, when the kids ask something like, okay, hey, can I get this toy? Or can I get that? Or can I go here? And the answer is just always like, no. And then your kids are telling you, oh, you always say no. And then you're like, it's like it becomes this thing that you're building. Like this monster of like, you're reinforcing this Yeah, we can't do this. We can't do that. We can't do that. And the kids are just learning that. And then you see it in them and it's like heartbreaking, like totally devastating just to always be telling your kids no, like not being able to do one thing or the other. Uh, Even like something simple like, okay, movies, let's go to the movies. Oh, we can't go to movies because movies are expensive. It's five of us. So it's just a lot, you know, so it's soul crushing. What happened when you hit bottom? Well, I was working at one of the top companies that I worked with. I had been there five years. And I um, I was working, um, I actually literally just um, saved a major account for the company on my own. Um, something that was outside my scope, um, and I only did it because I always like going above and beyond for my my employer, and as a result, they were I was awarded the highest award in the company. I was the first one to receive it in the entire nation, um, and <laughs> they fired me a couple days later. Yeah, and um, I was pretty sad. It it was pretty bad because I knew once I was fired that it wasn't going to take long for everything else to unravel in our world. And it did. It unraveled pretty quickly. Um, Things got really bad. Um, We lost our apartment. Um, Thank God we have really good friends And they allowed us to stay with them. But if you can imagine how uncomfortable it must have been um, for five of us to stay in another uh, couple's apartment or uh, another couple's home. Um, It was just the greatest gesture that they ever did for me. But it was just so uncomfortable um, knowing that this is our reality now, that we have done this and our children were suffering the consequences of it it was just rough it was really bad what happened to change your mind and show you a new way well what happened was many years ago I was told um, by someone to read a book and at the time I was young and my mind was not in the right place and I never read the book, but I started to think these people who hired, you know, hire others and then throw them away like to yesterday's news uh, paper, <laughs> you know, um, they don't care about you. So why go back to working for someone else like them? Why go back to working for them? Why not look for something that was my own, right? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start with that book. Someone told me, read this book a long time ago. And the book, uh, you all may know it, is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I went and got the book. And I read it I, in like two, three days I read the book. And I was, it was exciting. It, these concepts were like, you know, different to me. And I started learning things. I were like, wow, I can't believe this. this. is, you know, real. But what was missing in the book was how to do this. And so I was like, oh, I know where to search. I will look on YouTube to see what's out there. And so that's exactly what I did. I got on YouTube and I started to search. um, And it led me to a video um, that put me, um, that lit the fuel of my love of real estate. As a result of the epiphany experience, what was your plan to move forward? Well, after that, I was going to be a real estate investor because I love real estate and every aspect of it, all the different nuances to it. Um, there was just so much you could do, so much I was learning. I mean, I got myself into a course so that I can learn. I spent all my money you know, that I had, the little bit that I had, to get that course so I can learn everything about real estate, and I did, okay? But, um, and I loved it. I mean, I learned so much. Um, I knew real estate inside out. Now I was ready to do this thing. And, you know, I was so excited. I was like, I'm a real estate investor. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to free my family. Everything's going to be great. Um, And it was just so exciting. What was the new or existing challenge you still had to overcome or get past? Well... Um, there was a few challenges. So when you lose everything, you kind of lose your credit history. You kind of lose, um, you don't have the opportunities that you, you know, you don't have any, um, savings or anything like that. And I had to start from like scratch. But while I'm doing that, I had to get another nine to five so that I can continue to live and support, uh, our family And, you know, try to make this real estate thing happen while doing that. And the thing was that that was very hard because if you know anything about real estate, you know that it takes some money. And some credit to at least start quickly, um, but the longer way to do it uh, is to prospect. And prospecting was extremely hard when I was working a nine to five, and I was just trying to do it all myself. I was trying to learn everything myself. I was trying to just do everything. You know, if you ever have this feeling, like, okay, I'm going to do this thing, okay, but and then you learn, you have to do this step. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna go learn this step and I'm gonna do all that. Yeah, this is great. And then you're like, okay, you gotta do step number two. And then you're like, I'm gonna learn this next step and I'm gonna do all that, you know. And that was extremely hard. Like doing and trying to learn everything all at the same time and working a nine to five and trying to have some family time, it was extremely difficult. What did you do to overcome that challenge? Well, I was always very skeptical of marketing ads uh, of people telling me, "Oh, you should market, or you should let me market for you. You should um, create these ads, or you should let me create these ads for you." Because I always felt, "What if the ad doesn't work?" So you have, I had like this um, inside, like this internal thing that was. Uh, limiting me, like, okay, if I use this little bit of money that I'm making to pay for the thing, to pay for the ad, to pay for the marketing system, and it fails, then what am I going to do? Because now I don't have the money to pay my bills, and, you know, it's going to put me back. And I was so afraid, because of what already had happened, I was so afraid to fall back into that state that... It was holding me back so much. It was just holding me back. I was not getting any traction. I was not uh, successful with the prospecting. Um, and I was just afraid to be like, okay, I'll, I'll try this marketing out here. Set this up for me. I paused it. Why? Uh, what did you do to over... So, um, finally, I decided. <laughs> I was like... Well, um, I don't know if you guys know who Tony Robbins is. Okay, I'm just kidding. If you don't know who Tony Robbins is, okay, you got, like you really got to uh, you got to check him out cuz he's amazing. So, one day I was watching one of Tony Robinson's like videos and he said something that I was like, "Wow." And it had to do with limiting beliefs and it really opened my mind. And it made me realize that I was allowing a limiting belief to stop me from taking the step I needed to, to take. The other thing I realized, uh, my coach at the time, a mentor, Cody Sperver, said um, that you, you can't, if you try to be everything to everyone, then you're nothing to nobody. And that's what I was trying to do. Is trying to be every single role, every single position. I was trying to be the expert in every single angle of the business. And I decided, let me try this ad thing. And I went ahead and I put the money up and try not to look back. What did that allow you to do? Well, um, it completely transformed everything. I mean, when, you know, things started to move towards the right direction, leads started coming in, and I started to get some traction. It wasn't easy, but I did see the results, and I would go to work, the ad was working for me, I would come home, there were leads there. What did that mean to you and others in the end? Well, it just changed me completely forever. Um, I started to understand things like scarcity mindset. I was operating from a scarcity mindset all the time because um, from my adulthood life, my entire adulthood life, I operated on their scarcity mindset all the time it was always like okay we need this next check to pay for this next bill that's already coming and we were operating in a backward system and that mindset was a deeply entrenched thing that I had in me even though I was always such a positive person I still had that in there and I had to get that out and remove it and once I was able to actually let that go and change my thinking into an abundance, you know, mindset. I was able to put the money into the right place, into the machine that was going to produce the results I needed while I was working still so that I could then really have a business. Um, I wasn't doing everything myself. I had an automated system to generate what I needed to generate. And then I was like, you know what? I want to help others. I want to help other people uh, to to understand this system, to understand what this machine does and what it can do to your business and what it can really mean for your life. Because automation is everything. If you don't need to be doing a specific task that is as menial as prospecting or reaching out to people and you have those people coming to you, that is major. That's a major switch in your business. It just it means so much. It's like night and day. What was the big shiny achievement then? Well, as a result, I uh, started my own marketing company, Koyuko Marketing LLC, and we do marketing for you know realtors, real estate investors, um, chiropractors, dentists, you name it. Uh, solar companies. Um, what else? Oh my gosh, just think of any niche you think of. We have a landscaping customer, uh, roofing, but the, the company has a goal. Our goal is to impact a million people's lives. How did this epiphany and your subsequent actions change you and your situation? It changed me forever. Um... I decided I'll never go back to that scarcity mindset, ever. I always reinvest in my business. I try to teach this to my children so that they don't have that scarcity mindset. I don't want them to ever have that mindset. I want them to know that there's enough for everyone. Um, they can operate out of a state of abundance and know that if they put their mind to something, that they can actually make things happen. And... Um, I'll just never be that person again, and it's so it's such a big difference. Like I look at myself now, back then, and I'm like, wow, this is like just night and day. Um, and I just wish that everyone who's in business, who's not in business, who who who's thinking like, oh my gosh, what do I do to get started or something like that, just uh, you know would get the tools that they need, and and that's the first thing that you need to do: get the tools you need. So that you um, can change your mindset. And it's so important. So huge. Um, I recommend that to anyone. Awesome. Well, thank you, Gia, for your time today. You're welcome. I really enjoyed um, being here and telling the story of the marketer's journey. Um, I just hope that I can impact someone's life. And that they can learn something from um from this and from my experience and maybe that they don't have to uh go as slow as i did um because it took time it takes time um if you don't have the right tools if you don't have the right mindset so uh, i i loved talking to all of y'all tonight and i hope that everyone's safe and well and have a great day my name is gianina and this is the marketer's journey